mm. you know, I like I like controlling the audio tempo. This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host Brian Petrie. Do you guys hear the theme music? It's the Oscars, right? Yes, yes. The award show's here, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the MMA Takes Award Show 2021. I feel like we do this every year. So maybe not. We got some awards. We got Christian in the islands. He's an island. island. I love it. How long have you been in Hawaii? Uh, since the 20th, Christmas Eve, 24th. I love Damn. that your work lets you. I can't, I couldn't get it. I have. I would have to kill somebody to get a day off in December. You get to take your vacations in December. That's pretty sweet, bro. I love the flight. can't afford to lose me, so uh it's from denver it's like six and a half hours but we flew to oakland first okay. oakland. Oh, oh, about it. you get out you see uh oakland tony out there no oh no, you I see there's a white guy walking around oakland called <laughs> oakland tony you gotta meet him it's just the airport okay okay do you count let me ask you a question before we get in the awards do you count as a city you've been to no neither hell no no but i've been to oakland we did that one guy's like, yeah, I've been to, I've been to like, you know, 50 states or whatever. And we're like, what? Okay, name them. And he's like, why well, to lay over here? Oh, I, was like, oh, yeah. I don't fucking count. He's like, why well, no. bought something? No, just because you bought a soda in fucking Denver doesn't mean you've been to Denver. Like I've been to, I've been to Denver. I had a layover in Denver, but I haven't been to Denver. You know, I feel like you haven't been to Denver to meet John Elway. I think that's like kind of a rule. You got to meet Horseface, and then you've been to Denver. And at no, this I case. Mean- if you Christian. meet me, then. Yeah, Christian. Yeah. Now, you're right. My new rule is John Denver. Now it's Christian. You meet CC, you've been to Denver. All right. The award shows here, everybody. We've been tweet teasing about it. I have, I, you know, I don't have any addictions in my life. Maybe, maybe, maybe caffeine. Um, but I'm addicted to fighting because it's been, it's been rough. It's been rough without fights. I mean, this is going on a month now. I mean, we're going to be sh- just shy of a month for next week when December 18th with last card. Uh, I'm Jones for it. I'm Jones for it. I've been watching a lot of old fights and uh, gearing up, miss doing the podcast. Whenever, whenever I don't have like my mind occupied, I've missed gambling. I miss, I miss it all, boys. I know you guys bet on other things. I don't, but I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about these fights. We got some some winners. We got some awards to hand out. I've reached out and I did DM every single winner fighter that won that I could DM that had Instagram. But some you know uh, a couple of these other guys didn't or people did not uh, and. Uh, no one responded, so no one wants right. to accept your award. Uh, so fuck them. So it's good. I mean, I can't imagine the winner of you know you're not that guy. Pal would really want to come on and accept the award, but you know why not? You know what I mean. Own your losses. But uh, how are we feeling, Timbo? You feeling good, babe? I'm feeling great, man. I'm I'm missing fighting for sure, but uh, fucking betting on soccer during the day and. Uh, Nice. Yeah, some some basketball that's irrelevant right now, and some football like this weekend. Like, who knows what games are actually going to matter? But I have to do what I got to do to get by until next right. week. Until next week, yeah. Uh, we got Brandon Allen versus uh, Case Keenum, I believe, for the Bengals Browns game. So that's a fucking barn burner matchup right there. Make sure you <laughs> hammer course. that. Those uh, are both Broncos quarterbacks too. What, yeah, man. The Broncos are letting go of some good people. Yeah. What are you guys doing over there? <laughs> Hanging on their tiny hands, Drew Locke. I don't know, man. But this is this is the award show. 
We're going to talk all the awards that we're going to give out. I have a little pre- little slideshow we're going to throw up right now. So here we go. First you award, the Henry Rodengardner Rookie of the Year. Henry Rodengardner, he was the, the young kid that broke his arm, that was able to pitch about 1,000 miles an hour, played for the Chicago Cubs. It was a true story. Um, <laughs> one of the great movies, Rookie of the Year. So here the nominees are Chris Curtis. It is Ian Gary and Bruno Silva. Um, do you guys want to talk about your nominations? I had Ian Gary. I uh, I obviously won it, Chris. This was uh, uh, an award that uh, Christian uh, brought up, and um, he nominated Chris. He stole him from me, so thank you, Christian. And uh, But I went with Ian Gary. I thought he looked pretty good in his debut. I think he looked okay, but I did think there was a lot of star power. Um, so I thought he maybe should, should got it. I would have liked to see him fight more than once. So. That one fight was cool, but you fought Jordan Williams, who's kind of a fucking bomb, and you know it is what it is. Timbo, you had Bruno Silva. Dude's just knocking everyone out. You like mm-hmm. homeboy here? You think he won? Um, so with uh with so uh Jesus, I just I might have just had a seizure. I'm trying uh sorry, but I'll talk, talk. I've been I've had one, I'll talk you through it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bite your tongue. All right, we're getting loose here, getting loosey. I think uh I mean Chris Curtis is like the most like surprising. You know, mm-hmm. you know, he's such a big dog in both of his fights. Yeah. Ian Gary, you know, he's got the following. Bruno Silva, I think, is, is pound for pound, possibly the uh, the rookie of the year here. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the we'll, we'll see, see what the we'll see what the voting is. And Christian, you want to back up your Chris Curtis? I saw that your lovely wife Molly tweeted at him, and he helped her win some money from Lock in the Night Challenge. So is this uh is this a thanks for greasing my pockets nomination, or is this something that you're like, you know what, this guy deserves it? No, that was cool though that he gave her that shout out. Yeah, um, it's. I think a lot of it with him, and you know, we may be biased because I mean, you're the biggest Chris Curtis fan, sure. and like by osmosis, I think we are also huge fans. But mm-hmm. um, especially, I mean, when you, I, you know, I talk about this sometimes, but I was he was headlining the Fury FC card. I went and saw right. in Denver, and then the dude gets a, you know, and we're a gambling show plus four hundred underdog. Like he gets his ass kicked and you know knocks out. Uh, blonde Phil Halls and mm-hmm. has that Madison Square Garden. Um, right. You know, it just was a huge moment. And he, you know, he's just so likable on camera. I, I thought he really stood out. Um, yeah. Anybody that is voting on this stuff knows, you know, has seen him in some sort of regional fight. So I think, you right. know, he got the opportunity to shine. And just like Henry Rowengartner, he uh, right. made Listen. the most of it. Made the most of it. This is a guy, Chris is so unique and interesting person. He always has been. Made a little bit of money this year. First time ever making like a good chunk of change. You know, reasonable machines only pay a couple thousand. I'm sure PFL paid him decent, but, you know, he won a bonus, 50K. Guy's never had a vacation in his life, right? He's never been able to afford one. He's always been training. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to go on a vacation. The guy decides to go to Turkey as his his number one day. (laughs) vacation spot that's the brain we got to deal with here on top of the fact that this is sean strickland's right hand man and sean strickland as we know is fat shit crazy nuts says whatever he wants and chris kind of is like they're very yin and yang chris is is definitely a unique person a unique individual but doesn't have the same sentiments as as sean strickland does and knows how to wrangle them so i thought it was a good nomination all apart uh over uh, Bruno Silva got quite a bit of votes. Ian Gary got one, and Chris that, Curtis won it. Chris Curtis got most of the votes. I do think a lot of people voted this. Chris Curtis, I think he deserves it 100%. I mean, I, it was going to be my nomination. But 
Uh, I think also people know that I'm pretty close to him, so they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the, I'm gonna give the guy, you know what he is." But he did win comeback fight of the year for MMA Junkie. This guy has won a couple year end awards. Um, Chris was gonna come on, but again, he's in Turkey. That's how I found out he was in Turkey. Mm-hmm. He said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I, I just got my uh, passport stamped. I'm on my way to fucking Turkey." And I'm like, "What's that? <laughs> like, <laughs> training?" It's like, "No, I've always wanted to go to Turkey." I'm like. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's uh, interesting. Yeah, sure. I guess. I mean, there's tons of places to go. That's just, that's where you want to go. So Chris Curtis is your Henry Rogengar Rookie of the Year. Congratulations, Chris. He earned it. He had a great, fantastic fucking year this year. Couldn't be happier for the guy. What, Next, I, what, I, what I was trying to say about Chris, I couldn't I couldn't think of his fucking name to save my life. He's uh, UFC's Brandon Whedon. Remember Brandon Whedon was like a 30-year-old rookie? Yeah. Yeah. That's Chris Curtis. Okay. But Brandon Wheaton stunk. <laughs> Very true. He didn't, I think it was like Texas Tech he played at, though. He was like really good. He, oh, obviously. great in college. Great in college. Went to, well, the Browns ruined him for sure. But yeah, yeah he, yeah. Chris Winkie's another one. Chris Winkie was a really oh, old yeah. Florida, Florida State, State quarterback that came out. All right. You're not that guy, pal. Uh, the award Timbo nominated this. This is Timbo's uh, one of his favorite things, I believe. Oh, let me pull it up here. I do have some sound cues. Because Timbo did request sound cues here. So this is the you're not that guy, pal. Send them home. Nope. I gotta hang on. Here we go. Maybe I just do it this way. Nope. Okay, hang on. Technical difficulties is what we're doing it live. I'm thinking in the new year, boys. I love the pictures in the background. <laughs> that is good, isn't it? Dude, I fucking searched for like every every slide's gonna have a picture. It was it was uh it was fun. All right, here we go. In bank two. I was very ill prepared. I've had all week to do this. I'm never put. You're not that guy, I wear, pal. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're, You're not, not that, that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's great about this guy is he became an immediate superstar after that, right? You know, even if he's an asshole, right? Mm. But no one's got him on a podcast. No one's talked to him. He he hasn't won any of that shine. But he fucking laid into this because the kid that was filming it got some shine this skater little dork that commented why i didn't have a mask on you're not that guy pal fuck you where you breathe uh <laughs> and i believe him i think this guy can throw down you know he doesn't have the strongest jaw in the world but i bet he can throw down so obviously you're not that guy pal a tough year for some of these guys cody garbrandt conor mcgregor jim cruder the nominees uh cody garbrandt was going to be my nominee so that was timbo's i agree with you timbo cody garbrandt is a guy I was very, very high on. That Dominic Cruz performance is burned into my fucking brain. And then you just completely fall off the map. I, I just, I, I don't understand. I mean, you look, you get knocked out by Kyle Carl France, who fucking knocks out nobody. Uh, I know it was a bad cut to 125 to begin with. Um, but I went with Jimmy Crute. I have a problem with Jimmy Crute. This fucking guy, he could have been nominated for the mullet. He thinks he's so cool. Aussie, you know, I surf and I got a mullet and you know, I probably bang chicks and Jamal Hill fucking sleeps him. And then he got his foot kicked off in the Anthony Smith fight. You're not that guy. You're not this high rank guy. Everyone thought you were. Sorry, Jimmy Crute. I didn't even put the Jimmy. I just put you Jim. You're just Jim Crute to me. Tim, I'll talk about your nomination here. Cody Garbrandt, which I think is 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 a really good one. And then we'll get to Christian's little comp, little nomination as well. He's <laughs> fucking kind. I mean, so uh, Cody Garbrandt, actually, I think he fought twice in 2021. 2021. He yes. had a fight against, uh, obviously, Robbie Kai Font. Conference and then the Rob Font fight. Rob yeah. And he managed to survive the Rob Font fight, mm-hmm. which is um, – even it takes it, it makes him even more not that guy because right. like, it's one thing if you don't have a chin 
Like if you're good on all fucking sides of the field, except for the fucking chin issue, and then you just can't you can't beat be, break that. Mm-hmm. Well, like he was looking very timid against Ralph Font. He was getting mm-hmm. pieced up. He was backing up. Um, you know, he hung in there. So you know, props to yeah. that. But it's clear that his chin is, is in fact not in in no. shape. And uh, right, he's just like I don't know if it was like he got the star starlight too early. And, sure. You know, I don't know if it's. Team Alpha Male is not really the place to be anymore. Like I think no, Song right. Dong is still there, if I'm not mistaken. He's kind of yeah. like the last Song's there. Saving, the, saving Grace. Yeah, your Dong's there. Yeah, they got some up-and-coming guys, but they don't have a coach. There's no one to lead them. And then he went to Mark Henry, and he actually went to Jersey. Then he stopped doing that, and then he just started like Zooming with Henry. I think getting out of your comfort zone and going to cold New Jersey when you live in California – it's good for you. It, it, it makes you want it a little more. And that's what he did the, for the Asunsau fight. That's the, the only time he went to New Jersey was Asunsau. He lost his swagger. He lost his confidence. You know, he's second guessing himself. He doesn't engage much anymore. Like you look at the TJ Dillashaw, the first fight, that first round was lights out. for him. He looked mm-hmm. amazing. And then he got caught in the second round and got put out. And then his confidence has just gone ever since then. All right, Christian, you nominated Conor McGregor. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> So let's uh, let's hear why Connors are not that guy, pal. He's a decision loss away from the trifecta this year. <laughs> uh, you, you know he's it's he's he'll all you know he'll always be well his wise for sure the goat. I mean he's yeah. undefeated still, or he's only lost one fight, but right. He's I I you know I, after that first one I just I. That shine kind of went away. I I think I actually voted for Garbrandt. I didn't think about that at first because he truly yeah. is not that guy. There's no chin. Um, look, I you know I a little bit of the Conor McGregor thing. I was like, man, this old I, this this one may have gotten the most votes just because you tossed that name in it. Right. Um, you know that. Um, so any, I thought he was a worthy candidate for this award. I I mean I did. What did he I'm do? just giving. Yeah. A shot. He's a former champ. They're both former champs who haven't won in five years they're, they're, i don't think they're too different but right. when i no. saw garbrandt's name i was like i don't hate that yeah i i thought the same with you i thought Co- i thought connor anytime you put connor's name there you're gonna have fanboys like me who are gonna defend him or you're gonna have people who are realists or who do not like him and go yeah that guy sucks but it was overwhelmingly overwhelmingly cody garbrandt cody garbrandt mm. wins you're not that guy pal it's a fresh it's, loss too though. yeah it's it's the freshest in people's mm-hmm. minds jimmy crew didn't get one vote which very really upsets me because i want that guy to win all the shitty awards <laughs> um but yeah connor got a few votes but overwhelmingly cody garbrandt got a lot like pretty much every instagram vote was cody garbrandt um and twitter as well he i think he won the poll on twitter as well um yeah it's just a guy like cody had and then he runs his mouth too he's like arrogant which i like but he doesn't show up arrogant on fight night he shows up timid and afraid to engage and afraid about his chin i think a lot of chin issues i've talked about this before i think a lot of it's mental i think if you go in there knowing you can get touched and be knocked out you're going to get knocked out. You got to have a little crazy. Like Tony Ferguson's probably been knocked out four times in a fight. Just never, never gave <laughs> into it. Goes, nah, nah, not going to be me. <laughs> Just somersaults. Yeah, not me. Sorry. No brain. You know, that like, you know, like Diego Sanchez in his prime. That you could hit that guy with a bat. He ain't going awake. It's that certain kind of ego crazy that every fighter has to access. Maybe not to the level of Tony Ferguson, but they have to access it. And Cody looks so good against Dominic Cruz. And has all this and looks so good in round one against TJ as well. 
and then just kind of fell apart. And I think a lot of it has to do with his with his mental and, and where he's training. I'm glad, Timbo, you brought that up. Team Alpha Males is just not what it is. He's a very loyal guy, so I doubt he's not going – he's going to leave or whatever. But Cody Galbraith, you're not that guy, Power Award 2021. Uh, maybe you have a better 2022. All right, Joe Dunn Award, best mullet coming on up. Uh, another Christian Award here. I got a little sound by here. No, man, but you got to keep going. What am I going to do, quit? That's not an option. You got to keep on keeping on. Life's a garden, dig it. You make it work for you. You never give up, man. That's my philosophy. You hear that in there? <laughs> Joe Dirt, one of my all-time favorite movies. Saw this in eighth grade. A little quick story about the Joe Dirt thing. Uh, Joe Dirt. Joe Dirte. I worked at uh, Hollister when I was in high school. I was a sophomore in high school. I worked at Hollister. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I'm folding clothes, and my manager was this Mark guy. And he was a good-looking dude, and, like, every chick came in there and was obsessed with him. Now, he's older. He's in his 20s. And he went up to this girl, and there's a line from Joe Dirt. He goes, hey, how about me and you hang out sometime? No, nah, I'm just kidding, but seriously, let's hang out. And, like, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And he got the girl's number, and it was a quote from Joe Dirt, which is my favorite movie. So I'm so glad this award, Joe Dirt, the award for the best mullet Unbelievable. The nominees are Ricky Simone, Tana Bozier, and Roy Nelson. I put Roy Nelson in black and white because he's a, he's he's black and white at this point. At one point, he did have a phenomenal mullet. That was Timbo's nomination. Timbo, you admittedly said you kind of you kind of struggled. You didn't know who really who had a mullet, right? Yeah. Well, you know, Ricky Ricky Simone, and I can't remember. I think it was Christian had said that he either cut it or didn't cut it. But he ended up doing the opposite. So yep. did he? Did he have a mullet his last fight? He had a mullet his last fight, but he has he he has cut it in between fights before. Like the what, the time before two fights ago, he did he didn't have it. He would have. He said something like his wife like uh, liked him with without the mullet or something like oh, that. Good figure. But yeah. he would have been my guy just because. Yeah. He was fucking Luke Kang. Like yeah, he, he had to look <laughs> for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was struggling. I uh, I didn't think about what, well, and, and not that he would deserve any type of award except for possibly you're not that guy, pal. Um, mm-hmm. Jim Croup, fuck yeah, Jimmy Croup, yeah, Jim Croup. Yeah, so I didn't know. If, I mean, I know Roy Nelson's been in Bellator, and I don't mm-hmm. know if he was fighting or not, but it was it was that good that even we, he can also be in Rise from the Dead for this particular category. Sure. I don't think it's a bad nomination. I mean, Roy Nelson had a beautiful Kentucky waterfall, and that picture right there, that Mississippi mudslide right there, is fucking. Gorgeous. Um, my nominee was Tanner Bozier. Again, there wasn't a ton to choose from. I'm never going to nominate Jimmy Crew. That guy can suck a dick. Um, but Tanner Bozier, Canadian. I feel like Tanner Bozier, he's not doing a mullet to be like cool, right? He's. I just think he he just like that's the like he probably calls it a what they called it when I grew up an STLB, short top, long back. You know what I mean? This guy doesn't understand. Like it's not like a hipster movement. It's not like ironic. He's just doing it because that's what they do in his part of Canada. So I had to nominate Tanner Bozier, but the nomination of Ricky Simone, that would have been my vote. Um, that was Christian's nomination. Christian, you want to say anything about Ricky Simone here? No, I mean, his mullet's beautiful, though. Gorgeous. And, and how he cut it and it grew back and it's like so thick and so yeah. big. Like, I have yeah. no idea. Um, I think he's got a little ones. little Native American in him, right? Because, yeah. I mean, those, those guys get luscious black hair. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and his, um, yeah, the color of his, just yeah. the way it flows when he, yeah. you know, when he bounces. Just... Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other ones I that came to mind, as somebody that has a mullet, you know, this is something I. Who? Sorry. I, as somebody else that has a mullet. Oh, uh, gotcha. Sorry, sorry. It. I thought you said a name. But, oh yeah. So the ones I thought were uh, Brendan Allen and yeah. Mario Bautista. Those were okay. the ones mm. throughout the year that I was like, damn. Yep. Didn't Francis so, and Ganu kind of have like a weird thing going on? 
Amanda Nunes had one. Oh, Amanda, yeah, Amanda Nunes, Nunes had one. Francis Aganu, <laughs> when he first came in, he had like those weird braids. And then, uh, yeah, now it's like, I don't know. He kind of rocks. He sides, shaves it to the side. I don't know if it's a, considered a mullet. There's some unique hairstyles out there. I thought of Mario Batista, but I bet on him and he got knocked out. So I was like, I can't nominate this guy because what if he wins? Jimmy Cruz is another one I thought of. Uh, I didn't think of Amanda Nunes and I didn't think of um, Brandon Allen because, you know, Chris Curtis murdered Brandon Allen. But uh, surprisingly to no one, uh, Ricky Simone got all the votes. Ricky Simone won this one in a landslide. Uh, no one voted for Tana Bozier. I think a couple votes came in on Twitter for Roy Nelson. My buddies at work who don't know much about MMA, they know the name Roy Nelson, so they voted for him. But Ricky Simone in a landslide, rightfully so. His mullet is absolutely gorgeous. And Christian, this was Christian's nomination. He has a mullet, and this is his award that he, he, he offered up as well. So it's only right that Christian – Knows his shit about mullets. You know what I mean? If we had a Cincinnati Chili Award, I'm going to take that one home. <laughs> but Christian knows a lot about mullets. And uh, Ricky Simone is your fucking 2021. I know it's 2022. 2021 winner. And he could probably win again. He could he could fucking repeat, three-peat, four-peat. As long as he keeps that fucking thing going. As long as he doesn't listen tweet, to his wife. I bet, we tweet, I bet we tweet this award to them. He'll give it a like or something. I bet we could. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to tweet out all the winners, like all these graphics I have on my phone. I'm going to tweet out once we do the podcast mm. and I'll tag them. And I couldn't, I was, I wanted to tag them in the polls. <clears throat> I could tag them on Instagram, but I didn't do that. I want to tag them in the polls on Twitter, but you couldn't do that. So yeah, it'd be um, nice for like the post fight. Cause you could, what you could, well, we'll get there, but yeah, I wasn't, yeah. that's why I sent you guys the link. Cause I'm like, man, I, you know, yeah. being able to see them for, especially for casual or not casuals. Right. Uh, less, I bad, I bad news common. for you. I tried to download the post fight videos and it StreamYard. They're too big for StreamYard. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, so I'm like, Ugh. you know, I was like, because you have to have a certain video format. I don't want to get technical, but I was trying all week to do it because that's the only uh, visual that we would have was a post fight. Show some audio and stuff, but uh, we'll move on. We'll move on to the next award. The end is now. Please retire award. These are the fighters that we all think should retire. Um, there's there's a sign in the back that says retirement next exit. Ah. Uh, <laughs> that's what they need to be doing. I offered up Marlon Marais, old Mickey Mouse voice himself. I feel like this guy keeps getting fights booked. He's not taking breaks. He keeps getting knocked out. I'm worried about his health. I know he's not the oldest on this list, and I know you know maybe he can turn it around. A lot of people think, but ever since he left New Jersey and went to Florida. Like something happened to him. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of steroid allegations when he came over from World Series of Fighting to begin with. No cardio, no chin. I'm tearing about him. I actually thought this was a really good nomination for me. I know Cowboy Cerrone and Frankie are obviously really good nominations as well. Those are the other nominations. I thought this was a good nomination. Spoiler alert. Not a single fucking person voted for Marlon Rice. Not one person. I really thought this was a good one. And as I say that, I'm taking a button down. We're going to go button down a little bit. Make sure a little meat. A little meat here. Get hot in the award show. So uh, which one of you boys all put out Calvary Cerrone? I forget. That was me. I'm not even uh, okay. explaining that one anymore. I think that's just <laughs> enough said. I, Marlon Rice, he might be losing, but I could watch him fight. I mean, he could gotcha. be Owen his next 10. And I'm like, I don't want, I don't want him to retire. Cause I love okay. when he's out there. So okay, Frank fair Edgar, enough. He's, he's washed also. Yeah. Frankie Eggers, you know, he just had like back surgery or something. He had some kind of major surgery or something like that. So Timbo, you offered up Frankie. You're confident with your nomination. You like your nomination. Do you regret it? Who did you, who did you vote for uh, essentially? Uh, Frankie Eggers is going to get this. It's uh, 
And, and, and the thing is, like, it's it's not that people hate him because he's still beloved, but it's mm-hmm. just like, stop. You know, it's the Michael Jordan meme right. thing. Like, stop, get some mm-hmm. help. Because, like, yeah. it's been vicious. Like, even, even yeah. you know, Maul Marias, like Christian said, like, I, I still fuck with him, and I'll probably, depending on who he's fighting, I might bet him. You know, yeah. because he's still okay. like, the Marab fight. Jesus Christ, he fucking, you know, yeah. damn near finished Marab. <laughs> yeah. um, Almost killed him. Yeah, there was a fight uh, even with Henry Cejudo. He looked really – that was like a couple years ago now, but like yeah. looked real good in that one. Um, can't remember any of his more recent fights, but, you know, Cowboy Cerrone, I don't think he's – I mean, he's he's another beloved one, but he's not like mm. Frankie Eggert beloved. He's not a former champion, and he doesn't have, you know, an entire city on his back or an entire state like uh, Jersey with Frankie. So uh, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be overwhelmingly Frankie. Overwhelming Frankie. So again, like I spoiled Marlon get any fights. I, I would still vote for Marlon. I, I don't want to see this guy get knocked out. This was the closest poll we did. Oh, no shit. Closest one. There's some close ones, but this was very competitive. I got a lot of split on IG. Both my buddies text me different ones. The winner of the, the end is now who should retire. Cowboys from Oh, yeah. Cowboys. Are, yeah. Very, very close. Uh, it might have not helped that Cowboy grappled over the weekend or two weekends ago and got submitted by Joe Selecki pretty easily. Oh, he so, was there at the Fury thing? Yeah, he oh, he, wow. he he grappled Joe Selecki, another UFC lightweight who's just okay, and uh, and Cowboy got uh, rear naked choked. So that didn't help, but this is a tight race. I thought Frankie was going to be landslide because everyone loves Frankie. No one wants to see him get knocked out. No one wants to see him get beat. Cowboy is one of those guys who's – even when he gets beat, though, he's going to get on the mic and go, yeah, let's grab a beer, and everyone's going to go crazy. <sighs> Frankie gets on the mic. He, like, cries. Like, he wants it bad. So I did think Frankie was going to win. It was very, very close. My Marlon Rice got no votes, so he didn't vote. He didn't take a vote away from either of these guys. We're surprisingly close, and Cowboy Cerrone, people want to see him retire. Um, I think Cowboys – I think both Frankie and Cowboy have enough money at this point that they could retire. Frankie's a former champion, one of the best at 155. Um, fall for the title at 145, 135. The guy could retire and be fine. Cowboy definitely failed expectations. He fought for the title one time uh, and got finished by Dos Anjos. So, um, yeah, it was a little surprising as well. But Frankie and Cowboy, I thought, were very, very good. But for some reason, I thought Marlon was a, was a good pick too. But everyone said, fuck you, Brian. All right, quarter person of the year. Nominees are Jim West, Trevor Whitman, Latori Gonzalez. Uh, there was a lot of debate. The Latori corner uh, mic this year. I think she did. I, I didn't yeah, do the proper did. research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. confirm that. Remember I, that was I, like we were like TMZ on that one trying yeah. to figure out if she was there that night. I'm pretty sure she did because she did one where she was just her, and then she did another one with other people with them. And I think that was in 2021. Uh, Trevor Whitman, obviously, that was my nomination. That's just kind of your square pick nomination because. <laughs> Coach of the year. Well, you know what I mean? And then Jim West, a guy who I didn't know, Timbo, that's your nomination. That was Aspen Lads coach, right? Yeah. I don't know much about him, but uh there you know, this is one of the controversial picks that I just wanted to bring up. And uh I thought it was funny. <laughs> uh yeah, so I, I must have missed the the Jim West Aspen Lad thing. Did yeah. did he like yell at her or something in the yeah, corner? He was basically saying, Stop being a bitch. <laughs> Stop being a like, bitch. He's like yelling at her, like, what are you doing? Like Gotcha. What you, you're not going to win this fight if you keep doing what you're doing. What are you doing? He's like, and she's like on the brink of, brink of tears. Like, <laughs> I missed that one. This is tough love. I'm a fan yeah. of tough love. Right. Latori Gonzalez was Christian's nomination. Obviously, she's one of the best around. 
took a step back after you know being pregnant and having a child. Well, no, she's cornered pregnant. Took a step back after she had the child. But you think she's going to get back in there and corner him? Uh, for, he just got the bare knuckle fight announced with uh, Julian Lane. So let me bang, bro. Yeah, let me bang, bro. He's going to bang. He's going to get his fucking head knocked off. Um, do you think she's going to get back in there, Christian? I would imagine she'll be there. Okay. I mean, ever since he left the Platinum Princess, she's been there right by his side. I mean, right. you know, we, well, they we break up every out. other weekend, but yeah, when when they're together, she's by his side. As long as they're together on Saturday, that's then. Uh, I yeah, saw, expect her to be there, but what? Uh, yeah, I, I wish her solo cornering was this year. That's I think I, I was yeah. thinking it was, but it wasn't because I think right. she would have been the runaway winner. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So Jim West got none of the votes, and a lot uh. of people. Yeah, sorry. A lot of people voted. To, Trevor Whitman's your winner. Corner person of the year is Trevor Whitman. Um, Latoya Gonzalez actually did get quite a bit of votes. I think she might even won on Twitter, but a lot of people on IG and Friends voted Trevor Whitman. And then a couple people on IG said, where's James Krause? That's, you know, because I posted each graphic and two people commented, instead of voting, where's James Krause? So mm-hmm. they're very upset that James Krause, and they, James Krause got a big following out there. A lot of people like James yeah, Krause. But listen, okay. Latori Gonzalez, James Krause, I mean, who you get a pick? Well, and uh, also, in, in my, my humble opinion, yes. James Krause, Trevor Whitman, like, because like, me and Christian were like, you know, clearly. You, jo- you did the jokey, and I went serious, and I finally yeah. won one. Yeah, well, right. Trevor Whitman is, is yeah. the best coach and it's not even close, in my opinion. Right. James Krause yeah. is there, but uh, Trevor yeah. Whitman is like by far, he's easily the best. He's coach. unbelievable. He's not in competition. Yeah, he's unbelievable. And I, I like Trevor Whitman a lot. I have, a, a, you know, he makes uh, gear equipment, and I have a pair of his boxing gloves. They're incredible. Uh, I like his coaching style. I mean, if I if I ever was a fighter, that's where I would go with Trevor Whitman. He only takes, you know, he he does it right instead of overloading himself like Greg Jackson. Because many people don't know this, Greg Jackson, it drove himself nuts. Like, he doesn't really corner that many people. He doesn't really train many people anymore. He had too many fighters drove nuts. And Trevor Whitman only limits a certain – I mean, he only works with three people. He only corners three people. He'll three cross, champs. Three champs. He'll cross-train with, like, Corey Sanhagen and Drew Dober over at the other Colorado gym. But he doesn't corner those guys. Like, he only corners and head coaches three people. And, uh, yeah, I think he's incredible. Yeah, I went, I went super – Unoriginal. I try to think of like maybe Josh Fabia, but I really fucking hate ah. that guy. I was trying to think funny, and I'm like, I just gotta go Whitman here. I felt like I phoned it in, but like he won, you know, with with some recommendations of uh, James Krause. Next up, oh, wait, about- before go ahead. we start, before yeah, because this is a good one. But that last graphic was tremendous again. Which one with Trevor Whitman? Yeah. That's the the Mick in the back. Mick in the corner. Yeah, that's yeah. Mick. Yeah, Mick from Rocky, the greatest yeah. cornerman ever lived. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's an animal. Rocco kill ya. Next up, the Hubba Hubba Award, which I'm proud of. This that's Chris Farley from the uh, the gay beer the commercial from SNL. Whoa! So this is the best looking fighter award. I believe I got a little sound bite for the Hubba Hubba. Hubba Hubba. Bart Simpson. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I didn't. I know. I've been saying Hubba Hubba my whole life. I've never been a Simpsons fan. I don't know where I got it from. It might have been from the Simpsons. The Hubba Hubba Award, Best Looking Fighter. My nomination, Randy Costa, Juliana Pena, and Drew Dober coming in for uh, Christian. Christian, was this a little bit of, uh, hey, you trained in Colorado? Because Timbo, no, I, I, Timbo has said uh, on record, and I, I should have pulled the tapes, that he doesn't think Drew Dober is good looking, and then he looks like Marvin Vittori, the fucking sloth looking bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I I thought there was. It's funny. I was talking to my mom about this, and we, I was like, I came up with, and you know, she's a big fight fan. Like she knows sure. who all these people are. 
I'm like, I came, I could barely come up with a girl for this category for some reason. It's just yeah. like, um, but that, I mean, th- I can't remember who else was, oh, uh, what's his name? Carlos Olberg and, okay. uh, yeah. and, uh, the Brazilian dude that break dances and he doesn't do it. It does the backflips. What's, uh, oh, Michael Pereira? Pereira? Yeah, Michael Pereira. Pereira. Yeah, yeah, you so think he's good? Like, yeah, he's good. Ah, he's 100%. I think he's, he's like one of those guys that, like, if you go to, like, a resort in Hawaii, he teaches you yoga and fucks your wife behind your uh, back. The, yeah. What's the couple's retreat? Club, he's the, couple's yeah, retreat. Couple's yeah, retreat. that's what I was thinking yeah. of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. He's like, <laughs> fucking hump, boom. Uh, Dumber's yeah, his jawline is is absolutely phenomenal. Surprise nomination from you. I, I really thought you were going to go somewhere else. I could have named like 10 females. I really did. But I'm like, you know what? If both guys go female, right? I don't want to feel like this is a sexist award. You know, I'm not, I'm a heterosexual man. I can appreciate beauty. I think Randy, Randy Costa has had a dog shit year. Hasn't won a fight, but he's a great looking guy. Great sleeve tattoo. I, I meant my, he, uh, Erica, my wife, watched his fight with me his last time he fought, and I mentioned that Christian really likes his sleeve tattoo, and she loves American traditional. She loves it, too, and thought he was hot. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to go Costa. But, I mean, obviously the Mackenzie Derns, and, you know, there's a lot of beautiful women out there that could have got this What's word. Your girl? I can't remember. Liana Jojua. Jojua, She could have been out there, man. And then Timbo comes in, gets the champ, Juliana Pena, which I like as a nomination because I do think she's very pretty. And I don't know if it's because i just not paying attention but I don't know if, if she gets thrown in there that much with like how hot, like how pretty she is. You know what I mean? I just noticed this uh, when she beat Nunez. This was, it was news to me. So I went with the hot take. But if, right. if we're, you know, balls to the wall, nuts on the table, you know, Andre Alowski is going to be up there for me. <laughs> okay. I love that you think Andre Alowski is so good looking. My buddy who met him thought, well, the, same, saw, thought the same thing. Like he met him somewhere, I forget where he's at. Uh, it might have been Hawaii, my because my buddy used to go to Hawaii all the time, and he's a real big guy. And it maybe wasn't Hawaii, I don't know where it was at, but he met him and he took a picture with him. And, and Andre looked kind of small next to him. My, I mean, this guy's huge, right? And I was like, so what do you think about him? Was he big? Did he feel strong? Or whatever? Is he nice? He goes, yeah, he's nice. He's fucking handsome. He smelt great and was good looking. I'm like, really? He's like Romanian or something. I know. Like, well, he's Belarus. Of- he's from Belarus, which is you know Russian ish. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he's banging Kayla, Kayla Harrison, you know, he's laying that down and yeah, good for him. Good for Andre Lasky, but I'm glad we got a female in there because, you know, I didn't want to you know, it to be super, uh, you know, I'm glad we got males and females. We split it up. Randy Costa again, got zero votes, which Damn. I'm very surprised about. Julia Payne and Drew Dober had a fucking fight and surprisingly, Hubba Hubba where goes a Drew Dober. I'm, hey, I'm not going to hate on the man's chin either. Not, I didn't say he yeah. wasn't a bad looking boy. He just weirdly reminds me of Marvin Vittori. I, there's what, another blonde guy out there too he reminds me of. They're all yeah, you said, well, I'm, I forget who you compared. I know you compared him to Marvin Vittori and someone else, but I looked at Drew oh, Dober's. Jimmy Crew. Jimmy Crew. Jimmy Crew. Okay. I looked at Jimmy, or excuse me, Drew Dober's Instagram because I also put a different picture up of like him. Like, he looks, he models too. So he's got a lot of like fucking like. Uh, I went with this picture instead, but I looked at his thing when he won and he got a lot of votes on IG. I believe he might've even won the Twitter poll as well. And I'm like, you know, I knew he's good looking, but I thought it was kind of a weird choice for Christian to nominate him. And then I go to his Instagram. I'm like, Oh no, I get it. Yeah. This dude's fucking his jaw could 
fucking shaved diamonds. This thing is fucking sharp. Hubba Hubba Award 2021, Drew Dober. Congratulations, Drew Dober. Uh, hopefully, you know, I don't know if he's a big Twitter guy. Maybe I'll DM him and send this on. Because uh, Drew Dober seems like a nice guy. I think he's like religious, right? I think he's a nice dude or whatever. Thought maybe he would respond and maybe come on when he won. Uh, and didn't, you know. What's his, what's his last a, I think happened. he's an Instagram guy. Yeah, well, that's what I did. I DM'd him on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And he didn't he didn't get back to me. His last fight, he fought um he Ooh, fought uh, Brad Riddell, yeah, in a, in a fucking slap or scrap. Him and Brad Riddell banged it out and he lost the decision. Mm. I oh, believe. Great yeah. Fight. yeah, it was a great fight. Yep. Next up, finish him. I mean, wait, uh, go, g- time get out, a time out real quick. My bad. Yeah. I gotta uh there's a there's a guy that we left out of that, and he's he just fought Brad Riddell and he's got long hair. Oh, Kyler, no, Kyler, Kyler Phillips, Kyler Phillips, Kyler Phillips. He didn't fight Brad Riddell, but Kyler Phillips fought. Yeah, Kyler Phillips fought. um, He lost a decision to Riven Piva, who Sugar Sean just lost. That's Kyler Phillips, my guy. Kyler Phillips, my guy. Good looking dude. Almost got my nomination, but I I felt like I I want to win. You know what I mean? I thought Randy Costa was a a Twitter favorite. You know what I mean? He's heavy on Twitter. He's got those Twitter fingers. I uh, didn't get much love, right? Didn't get much love, but I that was my pick to win. Kyler Phillips is a great looking dude. Kyler Phillips probably surfs, skateboards, does porn. Like that dude's a fucking renaissance man. But finish him. Finish him. The finish him award, Mortal Kombat. Uh, best finish of 2021. There was a lot to choose from. I went with my heart on this. Curtis K. Hawes. Chris was losing that first round. He was stuck in mud. Lands a left shot. I went absolutely fucking bonkers. I won money. And my good friend won his UFC debut long awaited. So that was a complete heart pick. I know it wasn't the best KO in the the world, but to me, I was like, you know what? That's my favorite KO. I'll never forget that moment. Brandon Allen was a great KO as well. But that was like Madison Square Garden UFC debut. Unbelievable. I believe Timbo had Yuri KO's Reyes, which – is would be my vote if I didn't have Chris on here. Unbelievable knockout. I mean, hell of a fight, incredible fight, spinning elbow, fucking face plants him. Unbelievable. Unbelievable knockout. Do you anything to say about that, Tim Bellman? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah sorry, right I should have I should have I should have led you in more in a little bit. Yeah, there. throw me the alley oop to fucking yeah. bang down on Ray's <laughs> as, as much as possible because I always will. Oh, I'll take every opportunity I get to talk about that scumbag. Scumbag. Uh, yeah, he talked all that fucking shit after he lost yeah. to John Jones. And he's, oh, I didn't lose. I didn't lose. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm a baseball player. Oh, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes out there and fucking cost me like 10 grand losing to fucking uh, Jan. And this was uh, – you put me on Yuri, you know, well before this fight even. So it was yeah, yeah. mixed with – You were on that early. Yuri's just fucking awesome. And my hatred for Reyes just was – it was an excellent, excellent time, man. I, you know, not not to discredit, you know, you and Chris's relationship and and how yeah. you know, friendship and whatnot, but I was probably just as happy when Yuri knocked this yeah. fucker out. No, I know Reyes cost you. Didn't he cost you a lot of money at one point too? Yeah, had to. when he actually rode with him, and then the John Jones thing. Yeah, Reyes is a guy I, I just like strongly. He's very ego. He has a huge ego. And I think his career, unless he really does something different, might be over. He might just hang his hat on, hey, some people thought I beat John Jones. Thanks, like that yeah. might have been enough for him, right? Because he didn't, I mean, he looked good against Yuri. Like he can't be, he looked shit against uh, Jan. And then he looked pretty motivating as Yuri, but Yuri's just built different. That guy mm. punches trees 150 times a day. That guy wears capes. Motherfucker <laughs> wears capes. Yuri Prohaska is different. And then uh, Christian went with the Barnett KO over Volante. Big boy spinning wheel kick to the fucking head. I, you know what's funny is 
I don't want to sound like a hater, but I, I didn't like that KO. I just thought it was like, you know, cool. But I mean, I could I like spin, the front flip afterwards. I feel, yeah, the celebration. Yeah, the I feel like, I, the front or whatever, I, feel like yeah. I could spin Kit Volante. I mean, the guy looks like a, like, you know, fucking, he's obese. He's fat as shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's coming from fat guy. He's fat as shit. Like, if me and him stood next to each other with their shirt off and someone's like, hey, which one, which one is the athlete? I think I might get a couple points my way. <laughs> yeah, did Volante weigh in in a t shirt? I mean, for you, yeah. that's, you, you see that? I, anytime you yeah. see that, it's like, I could be at work and it's like, I'm, what I mean, are you it's doing? Like hammer it. I had a, bu- <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a, I had a buddy growing up, you know, that, you know, I've, I've always been a big kid, chubby kid, whatever. And I never give a fuck. Who cares? You know, we grew up with a swim club on our street, right? And uh, for our baseball party every year, we, we'd have a party at a swim club. And a couple kids on my team who were a little le- less chubby than me, just a little baby fat, would wear t shirts in the pool white t-shirts and i'm like what are you doing like it's a white t-shirt go black we can at least. see everything yeah. yeah we can see everything anyway you look like an idiot no one cares that if you got a little bit of a belly just fucking pop it off and they wouldn't they just wouldn't then they would say oh i, I get sunburned or i had sun poisoning fuck off you're afraid to take a shirt off bunch of <laughs> uh yeah so overwhelmingly the ko's a couple came in on barnett which was surprising me but you're prohaska won this i mean it was the ko of the year uh the guy's an absolute madman awesome ko over reyes and uh yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to him fighting either rackick or fighting clover or whatever happens with him he seems to be ready you know what i mean it's gonna be i think and it's gonna wa- be a good day for him. yeah he weighed in right he was the backup weighed in made weight and then, uh, and so I think with that, I mean, you, you get paid money for that, but I also got to think if you're, if you're in this business and you have, a, and you have managers, you go, Hey, he's weighing in, he's cutting weight. He gets next. Mm-hmm. Fuck all the other shit. He gets next. Cause I know Alexander Rekic's like, I want to fight him and all this shit. But I mean, Yuri's a, is a freak. I wonder he's, if that's ever happened. Not to cut you off, but my bad, but I wonder if that's ever happened as far as, uh, yeah, Manel Cop. Oh, it's for his debut. His That's UFC right. debut weighed in, but that was kind of a weird situation because I think he was already on the – he was already going to be there. It was one of those weird things. But, yeah, I mean, I, I mean that was going to be his debut. But, yeah, uh, yeah, but I, I hope he gets next closer. Chandler, next. too. Chandler, too. Yep. And yeah. then Chan, but Chandler got it next, right? Oh, yeah, or he did. did. He, yeah, or did yeah. he get Hooker? He, I can't uh, remember. Oh. So he beat, did he beat Hooker and then weigh in and then get Oliveira? No, I think he weighed in first, and then I think got he, hooker. I think he weighed in and got hooker. Yeah, so yeah, it's Luke happened before. He weighed in and missed weight recently. Yeah, too. right. Yeah, oh yeah, that, that hurts. He could have got best looking guy too. He's a really good looking guy. Isn't that Luca? Yeah, he's one of those guys. It's really interesting to me with some of these people from some of these guys from Brazil, like Nunes, Luque, um, Vinny Magalhães. If you guys remember him, speak such good English with their Portuguese accent. And then there's some guys. I think maybe some different parts of Brazil. Who've lived in America, like Manuel Silva's English is just, I mean, it's just not there. He's lived here for 20 years. And you got guys who speak it perfectly. And it's just like, I mean, maybe it's just a different learning curve for people. I don't know. I feel like if I lived in like Japan, though, it'd take me 50 years to learn how to speak Japanese. So well, I don't know what I'm talking about. But some Portuguese guys have really good English. Werdum speaks pretty well. Old Yellow Award, the oldest fighter award. This one, I should have maybe clarified a little bit better. The the oldest fighter that really delivered, right? That that showed up. Timbo, your your nomination was Glover Tech Share. Obviously, he had an incredible year. Uh, title champion, surprised everyone, myself included, and looked unbelievable in every fight. Matt Brown, old Ohio Matt Brown, don't put lime in his dip spit. Matt Brown, uh, that was your nomination, Christian, right? That was mine, yep. Yeah. 
listen, Matt Brown has got a lot of knockouts. Like I ain't quitting. And mine was Josh Emmett. Mine, this is the one I maybe regret a little bit. I couldn't think of a ton of older fighters that I really want to put up. Every time Josh Emmett fights, people bring up, well, he is 36. He is 37. You know what I mean? And that lighter weight class with him getting hurt a lot. It's kind of a narrative. He didn't get any votes, so it doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> it was a slow down, uh, showdown between Glover Teixeira and Matt Brown. It's actually a lot closer than I thought. So do you guys have uh, predictions on who, who won here? Uh, I, hate, I, I hate Matt Brown. So. You hate him? I hate him. Damn. Can't stand Matt him. Brown ever since is, he, uh, my bad, ever since he fucking oh, disrespected. What did he do? Fuck, who did he disrespect at the weigh-ins? Oh, he and, flipped off the crowd. No, 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 no. He didn't flip. Well, oh. he might have done that. But he was an asshole to someone at their weigh-ins, and then he got head kicked, knocked out by that person. <laughs> I got to look it up. But ever since then, and it was the nicest guy, too. Like, whoever he Was fucking, it Cerrone? Cerrone had kicked out. It was Cerrone. It was Cerrone. Cerrone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was a dick to Cerrone in the fucking. Uh, and he was actually kind of piecing up Cerrone that fight, and then he got fucking yeah. head kicked, knocked out. I loved it. I think I'm pretty positive I'm blocked out by him. Pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah. If I'm not, I'm working on it. <laughs> I remember, I remember going to the the UFC when in Cleveland with Stipe fought uh, Alistair or Alistair Overeem, and they had like the UFC Village, and they had like three fighters for you to meet. It was Cerrone, Matt Brown, and, and, and Cody Garbrandt, and the lines to meet these people were around the corner. And I'm like, Eric, I like, let's go stand in line. I'm like, I'm not standing in line to meet another man. Like if they were standing there, I'd go up to him like, Hey, what's up, man? Can we get a picture or something like that? Maybe I don't believe in autographs. I don't want anyone's fucking signature and it's hot as shit. I'm like, I'm not standing around the round to meet Matt fucking Brown. I'm like, are you nuts? But he had a line around the corner to meet him. I, uh, good for you, Matt Brown. Um, yeah. So Glover Teixeira won this one handedly here. Old Yellow World Older Fighters, Glover Teixeira. A couple votes came in from Matt Brown. No one voted for Josh Emmett. And Glover had a, I mean, became champion, had a great year, dominated Jan Blahovich. Jan Blahovich knew what he was going to do, couldn't fucking stop it. And this is what happens. This is what happens. You get fucking Glover Teixeira as your champion. Yuri, though, Yuri hopefully better be training some takedown defense because he's going to take Glover's fucking head off if he doesn't. That does, yeah, that, you just Glover just. That he gets hit and then his take his takedowns get stronger. It's wild. So strong. It's wild to watch these. Fights. I would love a deserving winner. Here. Yeah, I would love just to kind of like clinch up with him, like you know, just kind of like Greco him a little bit. I bet he's just so fucking strong because Jan Blahovich is a big, thick dude who had pretty decent takedown offense. At least he had shown it in a couple of his recent fights, and Glover just went through him like butter, like nothing, and it hurt him on the feet too, and just. And then this guy, 40 years old, making it fucking work. All right, Rise from the Dead, best comeback. This was a this was a good category, I thought. I thought we all had some really good nominations here. Timbo, right, you did the Marab Marais fight, which is probably one of the greatest comebacks in the UFC history. Unbelievable. Guida Santos, which I personally love as well, even though uh, I was on the Santos side on that when I lost that. That was a great comeback. And I don't like Clay Guida, but very impressive there. Santos completely gassed out. And then Gregory Lefsey versus Diego Ferrara, I thought was a pretty impressive one too. That wasn't as much like from the dead because Gregor, it was a very competitive first round. It was just like they both were so tired. And then Gregor just put it into a fucking second gear and Ferrara just broke, right? Uh, so, Tim, uh, Christian, let's go Christian here. Christian, island boy. Who do you think won? Who do you think won um, this? I think Marab Marais won it. Okay. I, I I may have even voted for it. Uh, Gillespie Ferrer was one of the best round and a half fights you'll ever yeah. see. That was, I mean, if somebody says they don't like grappling or whatever, it's just fire that one up and be like, oh yeah. Um, uh, Guido oh, yeah? Santos, that was my nomination. 
I, and that some of that may have been just you know recency bias because it's still fresh in my head. I also bet Santos, and I think I bet him by a sub. And like it's like just he could have snatched the neck at any time. So uh, he's, I mean, I, I hate know. him now. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, dead. He's dead. He's dead to me. But yeah, these are all these were all really fun fights to watch. I this, you know when you lose money on one, um, and you still like it, and you know it was a good one. So yeah, great yeah. nominations. But I think Marab Marais is an all. I mean, that's an all timer. All time comeback, unbelievable. I mean, Marab was. I mean, there's a zombie in the background. He was dead. He was dead. The ref did a great job keeping this guy in it. Um, Ray Longo says every time the ref comes back and goes 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 over the rules of the fighters, Marab, who's very soft spoken, a sweet guy, literally touches the ref and goes. Let me fucking die in there. Do wow. not stop it. Yeah, let me die. And the ref's like, hey, I got to be safe, whatever. But I think with him doing that gave him some leeway in this fight because he was hurt. I mean, he was dead. Uh, amazing comeback. Amazing comeback. Kirsten's laughing at me. Uh, and you think that one, Timbo, that's still your nomination? You feel good about that? Yeah, I do. Um, but the Guido one is not to be fucked with either. Like, yeah. he was fucking hurt. And he, like, I mean, Guido, like, you think about the Diego Sanchez fight, everybody wants to go back and watch the highlights of that. That went to decision. Right. And Guido got his in too, especially in the grappling round, after mm-hmm. getting fucking his head nearly uppercutted off his shoulders. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the Marab fight was just like, and it sucked too, because like, I had, well, I'd bet Marab, like, pretty much the rest of the world. But uh, it was one of those fights where, like, Christian said, like, even. However it was going to go, I was going to be like, okay, this was awesome to watch. And it's crazy to say, but, like, I would have loved to lose money that night because I don't fuck with Marab or right. any of that family. And I like Marais. I think he's really, uh, you know, <laughs> it sucks that he's gotten the shitty end of the stick on all these knockouts. But um, when you explosive. say when you say that family, do you mean the Georgian fighters or, like, Algermain and Longo and Sarah? Oh, Georgian fighters. Oh, you don't fuck with – Well, no, what? I mean, like, Khabib and all of them. Oh, oh, that's Dagestan. That's, that's Dagestan. Dagestan because well, Robin, you, weren't they close? No, because you have a nomination of a Georgia fighter later in the in this card, Alir Topora. Oh, I didn't know he. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just ignorant to uh, national. Uh, Giga Giga Kakate. I don't Rob, like grapplers. Topora. Joshua. Don't forget. Joshua. Bang them all, man. They're all from Georgia. There's like a Georgia Renaissance. There's another fighter I'm forgetting too. Oh yeah, Grom. Whatever the fuck. That's. That's Chemayev's boy. Um, but this is actually pretty close. They all got, uh, you know, they all got some mm-hmm. decent votes. Um, but Marab, I mean, Rob's the winner. Marab over Marais was, it was incredible. It's probably the best comeback in the last 10 years, maybe. I mean, Elkins versus Bechtick is up there, but I really like the Marab one because I'm screaming at the TV like, he's he's fucking dead. I'm like, stop the fight. And this guy's sliding. And, he, and he's just got that fucking heart, man. There's a lot of fighters in there that, there's been a lot of fighters. I almost had a category like, the biggest quitter of the year, whatever, something like that. Like, because there's so many fighters that quit. Marab's never going to quit. Like, I, even if he doesn't become champion or even if, like, he's not your favorite fighter, the dude's not quitting. The dude's fucking – he's in there. Um, he deserves to win this award. So, congratulations to Marab on Rise from the Dead. Best comeback award. For, Simon for, the, for the viewers – my bad. Uh, you go ahead. Had, for the viewers that haven't seen it, which I'm sure just about everybody has, Chet Congo, Pat Barry. You got Hell yeah, that, that's another good one as well. That's, that's the that best one, one in my book. That one hurt me because I was a huge Pat Berry fan and Congo was dead. And I'm like, yeah. And I mean, I didn't have any money on it, but I'm like, oh, Pat, uh, what? He died like three times. Yeah, it was crazy. Next up, the Simon Phoenix Blonde Hair Award. If you guys do not know who Simon Phoenix is, he is the blonde bad guy, Wesley Snipes from Demolition Man, one of my all-time favorite movies. 
And I'm going to air Christian out. This was Christian's award. It was supposed to be the Blade Blonde Hair Superpower Award. Blade, Blade, who played was played by Wesley Snipes, did not have blonde hair. So Simon Phoenix, which is a cool name, he had blonde hair. He's in the background of this picture right here. He's one of the all-time greatest villains. Nominees are Charles Oliveira, Blonde Brunson, Derek Brunson, and then Patty Pimlet. Uh, you had Charles Oliveira. You know, I love his whole crew dyed their hair blonde. He goes blonde every fight now. He goes – it's basically platinum. It's dope. I like when fighters do that. And coincidentally enough, since he's been doing it, he became fucking champion. Eh, you know what I'm saying? Any fighter out there listening, just dye your fucking hair blonde, okay? It adds a little bit to you. Do you how, who do you think won this one, Kirsten? Do you like your vote? Do you like it, you know? What are you going here? I mean, my top two choices were Oliveira Brunson. I mean, obviously, Phil Hawes, just the way he looks with his blonde hair is also a, a worthy He looks nominee. cool, but, yeah, getting sleeped. Yeah. Getting sleeped. Yep. And I was like, how Tim going to nominate a white guy with blonde hair for this? <laughs> I didn't know anymore. Hey. But, but that Beatles-style haircut, yeah. just the way yeah. it shines, I'm like, I, I see it. It's pretty good. I um, love Tim's nomination, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I, it grew on me a lot. At first, yeah. I'm like, oh, man, that's a lazy pick. And then I just – like, I can't just see the little <clears throat> thumbnail of him, and I'm like, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. <laughs> because Patty, Patty went on, pardon my take, for, because he's a barstool athlete. And he goes, I don't go to the barber. I go to a hairstylist. I got to get this laid. And I'm like, this dude really cares about his hair. And then it's like, there's not a ton of blonde men, naturally blonde men out there, like, you know, fighting at least. And and I think that's natural. I mean, if not, I, mean, it's, I thought it was a great nomination. Yeah, um, yeah, I like that. Yeah, so Timo got I, I think Oliveira will take it just because he's a champion. Just because he's a champion, though. That's, gotcha. Uh, but I, yeah, I really like this category, even if yeah. I butchered it. And it's, <laughs> in it's early. Well, it's stages. funny because when I, I had no idea. I've never seen the Blade movies, and I, I just pictured Wesley Snipes with blonde hair because of Demolition Man. So I go and, and I do Google searches for Blade to, to get the photo for this category, and I'm like, wait a second, he doesn't have fucking blonde. <laughs> Like, is there a Blade movie? Is there like Blade Two, Blade like Return of, of the Return of the Blonde? Like, he doesn't have blonde video. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I have Blonde Brunson as my nomination. Listen, this is the guy that really. I mean, literally, I, I think I cheated by saying instead of saying Derek Blonde Brunson, this is a guy that kind of. Yeah, we'll get. Oh, I'm getting feedback from his headphones. I think I heard it for a second, but it's good. Yeah, yeah. it's gone. Okay. Oh, um, well, let's turn this down. Yeah, so uh, Blonde Brunson, I, again, I think I cheated a little bit with the whole, you know, taking Blonde instead of Derek. But I think he deserves it. I think this guy kind of put the blonde hair on the map. He's having an incredible resurgence of his career. And, you know, he's like 38, right? And he's going to be fighting for a title soon. I mean, he's got one more win. I, I think he's fighting Cannoneer, maybe. Whoever he's fighting next, he's, he wins. He's going to be He's gonna be the fucking – he's going to be fighting Whitaker or Izzy. Um, and, he, and he destroyed my guy, Till. So, uh, uh, Timbo, you had Patty. Yeah. Great nomination. Uh, Charles Oliveira, Blonde and Brunson. Who do you think uh, took this one? Let's not get it twisted. Blonde Brunson did not put it on the map. He put it back on the map. Kevin Randleman put it on the map. Uh, R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Kevin yeah. Randleman. I fit, did, did Izzy go blonde at one point? He fought blonde. Uh, so, he's fought blonde a few times, but never in the UFC. Oh, is that right? Okay, I mm-hmm. thought I'd seen him before. So he's dyed his hair blonde, like in training camps when he's been in the UFC. He's dyed it pink. He's dyed it blonde, but he's never fought with it. Which okay, God, very he does, man. Oh, that's, God, that's, he's that's unstoppable. Big. But you know what's funny? So I just learned something today. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, a different one. You, you had said that uh, you you meant you said his hair was platinum. Now I've yeah. never heard that 
called until now that blonde hair is called platinum. Yeah. And uh, it just, you know, I think a platinum my parry and he just dyed yeah. his hair blonde. Blonde, yeah. So and I was like, why hasn't he been doing that? His name is Platinum Mike Perry. That's a real thing. So because because like the that. blonde that if you see Wesley Snipes in the background, that's like a yellow blonde. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a box blonde. Is because my wife's a hairstylist, so I learned. So when I had my hair blonde, she's like, Do you want it box blonde or do you want it platinum? And I was like, I want it like white, I want it like this, white okay. blonde. Yeah. And she's like, Okay, that's platinum. And I could have got it way whiter, but like when she put it on my hair, it like burned and I became oh, wow. a big pussy. I'm like, take it off. She's like, no, it's fine. It needs like five more minutes. So I rinse it off. It's like, no, it's getting off my head now. And it was piss. It looks like someone took a piss in my hair. Oh, so we had to do it all over again. She's like, you have to fucking keep it on. I was like, okay, I'll fucking be a man, I guess. But um, this was actually a pretty good category. And surprisingly, Patty didn't get any votes. Yeah, I really blonde, it's blonde it, Brunson. It's all uh, yeah, so it's Blonde Brunson who won. It was it was very close between Blonde and Christian or you know, Charles Oliveira. I thought Patty would get a little bit of love, but I think people still kind of hate him a little bit. I think people are a little unsettled with him, right? Um, but yeah, Blonde Brunson got all the votes on IG, uh, and a couple people voted for uh, Oliveira on uh, Twitter. It was a pretty good poll, but yeah, Derek, Derek Blonde Brunson. I mean, this this guy's having a career resurgence, but I did think Oliveira. Uh, Oliver is a great fucking pick too because I mean the guy's a fucking champion and he started dying. Brunson's phenomenal on Twitter too, so maybe he'll uh he might yeah man yeah we'll shout him out we'll he, see he, yeah uh, I can see you being my guy award so this is if you listen to the podcast you know I have my guys list guys that I bet for I root for I go to bat for you say something bad about him I'm coming after you. So we all need a guy. We all need a guy. Nominations are Alila Topora. That was Timbo's nomination, even though he hates Georgian fighters. Kind of a weird choice there. My nomination one is Anastio Bahamandes. I dare you saying that name without getting your fucking dick hard. Anastio Bahamandes. That guy fucks. And then Terrence McKenney was uh, Christian's Christian. Terrence McKenney getting a little heat on Twitter because he keeps bringing up how he almost died and he knocks people out in six seconds. People are starting to get a little tired of him. How do you feel about Terrence McKinney? I like the guy. I think he's a great story. I think he's, you know, could be a really good fighter. Uh, yeah. You're asking me. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, I like all three of these guys a lot. Best. I mean, Iliad Saporia is, I mean, he's a future title contender. Mm-hmm. I think um, Ignacio Bahamondes. Might be the best name in oh, all of MMA. It's so and yeah, good. I like I like McKinney a lot. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not super active on social media. So I, if things are going south for him, that's a thing. If you want to talk about that, you got to keep doing it. And it's yeah. like McGregor's stick wears out when he doesn't right. win fights. Well, it's so, it's not even like a stick. It's just like you know they did a piece on him, and then pe- and then he'll tweet something innocuous, and then someone comment like, "Hey, you haven't gone." Uh, a day without tweeting about how you almost die and you knock people on six seconds. Like people just <laughs> troll him a little bit. He doesn't really feed into it, but it's actually kind of funny because yeah. it is a lot of his narrative or whatever. But yeah, you got to keep doing it. He had a fight booked against ZM, got pulled. Uh, they rebooked out, I guess, in February. But I like McKinney a lot. I like everyone on this list, like you said. Uh, Anasio to me, probably isn't the most elite guy in this list. I think McKinney's going to have a really good run because great wrestling background as well, has big, big power as long as the cardio holds up. Anasio looked great against, you know, his one-on-one in the UFC, lost his debut against McDessie, and then knocked out Roosevelt Roberts with an awesome knockout. Could have been nominated for knockout of the year. And then Topora, Leo Topora, just an absolute freak show of a fighter. So good. Was really good coming in the UFC, and is going to keep being really good. Uh, that was Timbo's nomination. Timbo, what do you like about Topora? Uh, the killer instinct. You know, he uh, 
he's specifically in the fight with Ryan Hall. Like, all right, you know you're yeah. fighting this grappler guy. You know he wants to hold you. And to set the record straight, I don't hate Georgian fighters. I just hate yeah. crotch sniffers. Crotch sniffers. Mike Morab and Khabib. So they're okay. three to associate together. But I'm gotcha. not a fan of his at all. Gotcha. Um, wish he would have got knocked out by Marais. And he kind of did, but I wish he would have got finished. Oh, he did. Um, he got knocked out a few times. He yeah. <laughs> came back. Saporia, man, his – uh. Just like the killer instinct I saw there, it's like okay, like this is what I don't even know what I know he's fucking young as shit. He's like twenty three years old. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, Rich, he's lightweight. Too. He's lightweight. Forty five. Forty five. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, but also he was a one, uh, and then I, or I guess he was a, and then my a one just to give him a special shout out was definitely gonna be Alex Pereira. Okay. Yeah, because that guy. You that's right. You mentioned him on the text. Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. he's got all upside with that dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah hopefully, uh, don't feed him. Did you see him going back and forth with? Uh, not to, not to go off topic here, but he was going back. Yeah, and he's forth. like, yeah. Someone I forget. Someone called him out, and they said he turned it down. He goes, no, I just I just didn't know who you were. Like I, no, no, he, he said he turned down a fight from somebody who's like a a, a decision fighter. He's a grappler, and he just wants huh. to hold on to him. I must have, I must have missed that. One. I'll look it up. But it, anyway, it's either Tapuria, fucking killer, love him. I'll look up who uh, Alex Pereira. Okay, Pereira's a good a good. I, I also was going to do Ian Gary, but I'm like, eh, you know, the, he he was nominated twice. He's, he's got the post fight nomination as well coming up, so I didn't want to go too heavy on him. I do like Ian Gary. I still want to see more of him. He's very very young, but um, it, it, if I'm looking at this list and I'm looking at who I'm the next time they fight, who I'm who was it? Go ahead. Oh well, one him and Bruno Silva are about to be getting matched up. That's yeah. going to be a problem. But it was yeah. Christoph Jaka. Yeah. Christoph Jocko. Oh, yeah, he smokes yeah. Jocko, though. I think because the one thing I love what Pereira did, which a lot of Brazilian fighters don't do, is he left Brazil. He used to train with Charles Oliveira at Shoot the Box. Really? And he goes, I need, I want to do MMA. I'm getting older. That's where the money is. I mean, he's still kickboxing, making decent money. But he's like, I have a knockout over Adesanya. I have two wins over and one crazy knockout. If I can get there, because he's already fought MMA at that point. If I can get there, I got, a, I got money right there. So he left and went to Glover's gym in Connecticut, left sunny Brazil to go to Connecticut and train with Glover. And all Glover does is take him down and fucking beat on. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So he's, he's getting that takedown of that takedown defense and learning how to get up and everything. So I love, I love that move that he did uh, him and Bruno Silva. Absolute fucking banger of a fight. Can't wait right. for that fight. But if I'm looking at this list and all these guys are favorite and I have one hundred dollar bill to put on one of these fighters, I'm probably going to pour you if I'm being honest with you. I wouldn't be comfortable doing Baja Mendez. I just like the name. I like his story. I think he's a, he's a fun fighter. But Kenny, he's only had one fight. He knocked out for Vola. You know, we need more. Um, overwhelmingly, Tapora was the winner here. Tapora's, you know, everyone's darling here. Young guy, fucking banger. Apparently banged out uh, Valley Laredo as well. No shit. Uh, yeah. Comes from a lot of money from his family. Like, drives around when he's back home in Georgia. Drives around and fucking some crazy cars uh so good for him but you know what i mean what he do with ryan hall what he's done in the ufc so far he's a fucking stud uh good 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 choice there next up i got next who's the next champion baby i had yuri perhazga because i think he might get the next title shot Dezembo, it's 2022 now this dude's still rocking john jones john jones Ooh. and then christian got uh hazmat Samaev. Uh, which is a good pick because Hazmat is is you know the, the guy's absolute stud. I was I was wrong about him. Egg on my face, that's for sure. Uh, Timbo, I gotta get some insight on the John Jones pick. Uh, you think he's fighting for heavyweight gold this year? 
Uh, if not this year, then early next year. Okay. Uh, I think, you know, so we've got Gon and Ganu. I mean, he's going to fight the winner of that fight. Who else is there? No, there's no one else. I mean, there's Stipe. But if John Jones tells UFC, I want the winner, I want that fight, they're going to give it to John Jones. Right. You and know what I mean? Uh, right. And, and with these picks specifically, though, like, Yuri, I think, is without a doubt the best pick. He's in the perfect place. Like, Kamzat's not really there yet, but he's mm-hmm. obviously getting there. John Jones is like maybe past it. But he's like, already been there. We're just looking at a different. Yeah. We're just looking at a different one. Yeah. Yuri's like time is now. Like John Jones is past Kamzat's pre- uh, fucking future and a Yuri's present. But um, yeah, just with heavyweight, like one, like okay, you want to like your heavyweight champ, like you got Steep, you got Stepe and fucking DC three times. That probably did decent selling, but like, mm-hmm. did it like, by the third time that fight happened? Like, okay, I, I think this. I think the third one did the worst one. If yeah, I, I would if I'm remembering the numbers correctly, one and two did well. One obviously being the the the, the best one, mm-hmm. and then two doing well. But and I think the third one because it was during COVID, it was in the apex. It was kind of a, you know, it was yeah. yeah I agree with you. I agree with you. I know yeah. what you're trying to say. Yeah, and you know, you, you look at the top contenders like Derek Lewis, like. We, I mean, I get it. Like in Houston, he's good or, or whatever. He, mm-hmm. he he's not a five round fighter and uh, just not a John Jones. And and not right. even that John Jones is some big mega star, but he's certainly got more star power than anybody in the in the heavyweight division, including Francis. You know, Francis is just kind of a freak of nature to watch, but no one really knows yeah. shit about him. Right. Um, so like, if that's the smart move to make, like, damn, dude, this is the greatest. This is what many call the greatest fighter of all time, and he hasn't fought in two years. Which former. Uh, member of this podcast dev had actually texted me and said that john jones probably failed a drug test is on a two-year suspension is that is that why it's like is, that, that's on, it that's his uh his, his hypothesis as far as why, why no, he, he's he been out be, he would be up to 40 because yeah he would be he would be, be maybe to... nick Diaz yeah 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 that's what i that's what i because he's had too many strikes against him um, I think it's his personal life was obviously hanging on by a thread. Then you had the big blow up in Vegas. Then he got kicked out of his gym. Now he's making a possible move to Arizona with Cejudo, uh, which I think is the best. Him. Huh? I've been seeing. The, uh, yeah, he went. He went to Cejudo's gym for like a week or so to see if that because he's been training with Jackson, a couple of his his member uh, guys in New Mexico in his garage because Wink kicked him out of the gym. Mm-hmm. So he's still training with some of his coaches in his garage. I just don't know if he's got bodies. And that uh, fight ready gym in Arizona is just producing killers. And I think you go down there. I think that's, that's a whole different John Jones. You know what I mean? I think that's a good move for him. I think Jackson, in Arizona too. That makes sense. I, yeah. I think, I think Jackson Wink's actually slowing him down a little bit. You know what I mean? I think there wasn't that many people there anymore. I think a lot of the big bodies left mm-hmm. and that's what John Jones needs. I mean, he's, he wants to size up. He wants to get to 280 and cut down to 65. He wants to be, he wants to be this big guy. That's great. But you got to have big bodies to train with. You can't mm-hmm. be throwing around 55ers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Chemaev, which was Christian's uh, nomination, the guy's a fucking superstar. It's crazy. The guy's a superstar. He's got so many followers on Twitter. I did not realize I, – I, first off, I, I slept on his talent. That's on me. Very, very good. And I slept on just recently how fucking big of a star he was. Like he's crazy of a star. Did you realize that, Christian, when you nominated him? Is this, a, is this who you would vote for still, Chemaev? Yeah, I so my thoughts when I was building this is kind of like I didn't want somebody that has a title shot. Like, yeah. you know, I just yawn count as a champion. I'm like, because right. I feel like he's easy to pencil in there. And sure. So it's like somebody that's going to get, you know, 
it's just not clear. There's not clear. Like Amanda Nunes, easy. Like gotcha. You know, there's, no, yeah. It's, so it, I wanted, yeah, right. Yeah, and I thought I thought actually all three of these were really good because there isn't. You know, it's like you know that you. It's like Colin. Like I got next to the basketball game. Yeah. And you don't. Um. So I, I yeah I did know he was a big star though to answer your question. Yeah. Um. I know, but you know you get that part of the world. You get the Muslim world behind mm-hmm. you as well as like you know he does say you know like the smash thing and <laughs> you know I think he's able to connect kind of like Khabib. Like Khabib's hilarious. Um. Mm-hmm. You know and able to connect with the Muslim and the Christian world or whatever. Right. He, he's um, a, he's a Muslim. And then I've heard some interviews too, where like, he's kind of like very progressive with his thoughts, like Islam. And I think Khabib who has never came out and said it, like they don't like women fighting. Right. You know, yeah. they, like Islam has came out and said women shouldn't be fighting or whatever. And he's like, what do you like? Women are the, some of the best fighters ever. Like he, he loves it. Like he's a little mm-hmm. more progressive. I mean, he's younger too, but which I like yeah. too. Cause and he grew up in Sweden. So that yeah, right. He's from yeah. Chechnya, grew up in Sweden, right? And Sweden's very progressive, I guess. Yeah, that helps him. Um, this one was actually surprising to me. I thought we all had really good uh votes. A buddy of mine at work who uh listens to the podcast liked John Jones a lot, thought John Jones was a clear winner. When I told him John wasn't gonna win, he was very upset and said, I don't know why. Um, and I thought Yuri was going to be the guy, but it's Chimaev again, with yeah. the star power. Chimaev got a lot of the votes. People on IG were like, dude, Chimaev, two more fights. He's getting Usman and he's beating Usman, right? And I'm just like, yeah, I, okay. I believe that. I, yeah. I mean, and Usman has been my, yeah, I believe that. And Usman has been, I've, I mean, I've never lost, not, well, anybody that's bad has never lost money on him, but yeah, he, I mean, that's a guy that I have never, I've never even wavered in one of his fights. And I'm right. Yeah. So yeah, it was that one. I I believe it. It's not. It's not just I, like the McGregor one. Like I actually so, believe this. Right. So my thing with Chimaev, and I believe in him now. I think he's a tremendous talent. But I still want to see a little bit of adversity. I want to see how he reacts to it. He hasn't had it yet. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like he smashes, brother, brother. We smash. And he just hasn't had it. And I think once he starts fighting, like Colby's calling him out, right? And the Bilal Muhammad's are calling him out. Bilal looked great against Steven. Bilal's hard to take down. Like, those are fights I want to see happen. Like, I'm excited for this guy. Um, and, I, and I like the pick. I like the nomination. And this was this was a pretty good win for him here. I got next, Hazmat Shemayev. All right, quick, quick how many Go ahead. My bad. Yeah. Um, so at the Fury thing, I saw, because Neil Magny's been calling him out. And I think Neil Magny seemed like the best choice and dana kind of agreed too and then new magnet went out and got like submitted in like a minute by some old antonio silva guy right not bigfoot but some other guy yeah do you think that hurt his chances at all yeah because magny got fucking ragdolled by kiesa when they fought kiesa ragdolled magny for five rounds like fucking chamayev is gonna murder magny you know what i mean Mm -hmm. two fights ago before chamayev did that to the leech i'm like you know uh, I, I think Magny's a good stepping stone for him. Now I'm like, fuck that. Give him ball. Wow, you know what I mean? Big, still big on the leech, huh? <laughs> nah, I'm, I, I think <laughs> – listen, listen. I can't take back what I said, okay? I can't. I just can't take it back. I'm big on the fact of how he handled the leech, right? Like destroying the leech like that, regardless of how wrong it was for him being a good fighter, no one has done that to him, right? And that's yeah. pretty fucking impressive. But I want to see him fight Bilal, right? I said on the podcast that people are afraid of this guy. No one's calling him out. Like Gilbert Burns is like, yeah, you know, wait till he gets up there and then I'll fight. And then no, 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 no. 
Bilal Muhammad said it best. If I don't get a title shot, this is the next biggest fight. Mm-hmm. This guy's got fucking 5 million Instagram followers. He's got fans all over the world. Everyone's talking about this guy. If I don't get a title shot, this is the better than fight number two. And you, you got to agree with them, right? He just beat Wonderboy Thompson. He's in the top eight, top six, whatever he is. I don't know his ranking. Fight Shamaya. And I think they're going to put that together in the, in the beginning of the uh uh, beginning of the year, I think maybe March is looking fucking sick with some of these fights in March. So maybe maybe March or April for these fights. All right, biggest biggest dog upset. Hungry dog grown faster. Got a little. Time. I'm the dog, the big bad dog. <laughs> you want to get your dad in here, Christian? He's not back from the beach, but I will really get to him. Yeah, what's up, dog? Uh, biggest dog upsets. Uh, I think, you know, unfortunately, I think we're all going to know who's going to win this one. There's no real spoilers here. Um, Painter chokes out Nunez. Unbelievable. Nate the Train subs Klein. That was my vote. I, I thought that was unbelievable. Nate the Train. Uh, subbing uh, Ludwig Klein, even though Ludwig Klein stinks. I thought that was that was a really nice number. And then Anthony Hernandez, you know, subbing Vieira was an absolute crazy number as well. Um, do you guys want to talk about this one? Do you want to move forward? I mean, we all know who wins, unfortunately. It's, it's, I'll take it real quick. It's Go crazy because I the fluffy subs Vieira fight, that's a very good pick. And I was like thinking to myself, did that happen last year? Like I remember that. Like yeah. what I was doing when it happened, I was like – that was last year. It was January of last year, but nonetheless, it was last year, and that was that's a really good one. That's a uh, that's a very underrated one. Yeah, oh, that February, one. Excuse me, it was February. February, uh, but regardless, well, because Rodolfo Vieira is one of the best competition jiu-jitsu players in the world. Like mm-hmm. this guy murders people, and Fluffy Hernandez, I mean, not great. Has a good darts joke, but not great. And he fucking. Taps these guys. That's what that's the one thing about Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys, man, is cardio makes them a coward. Look at Santos, another competition, uh, credible jiu-jitsu fighter. Got tired against Guida and just quit. Vieira, tired and quit. It's happened countless times because a lot, of these, a lot of these jiu-jitsu guys, they don't want to fucking train wrestling. They don't want to do this. They go, jiu-jitsu is live. And then they get fucking tapped out when they get a punch a few times. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, this is, I mean, this is Juliana Pena. I mean, come on. I mean, she made the goat woman fucking quit. And I I know she won by choke, but she won by heart. She won by, all right, I got dominate the first round. Guess what, bitch? I'm coming out here. We're trading jabs and we're throwing down. I ain't taking a back step. And Nunez thought, okay, well, I'll just throw my power over through her shots. Got fucking tired and quit. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. I love Amanda Nunes. I do. I think she's the goat or was the goat. I think now you kind of got to give she Valentina her shot. hasn't even yeah. Val, she hasn't even fought the goat yet because the goat's Valentina. But we want that's another. Well, we'll that's another. That's time. another topic. That's another topic. <laughs> I, you made me lose another button here. Another yeah. button's down. You're getting me hot. You're getting me hot. This shirt's gonna be off by the time this is over. Um, no, I, I have to agree with you though. At this point, with because I don't see Valentina quitting. You know what I mean? Like that bitch is is nails. She eats nails. Um, and and Nunez quit. I think uh, you know she looked great on the scales. I think one thirty five was a tough man. A tough weight cut for her. And I and I think she blew it all in that first round. And Payne is a dog. I I I was I never in a million years would have got that right. I would have never picked Juliana Pena. And uh, yeah, listen, that was that that is an incredible performance, incredible win. Happened last fight of the year. There was a lot of good upsets, but that was that was, I mean, clearly the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Patrick Swayze fight of the year. 
The last award. Memorial. Excuse me. I feel like we forgot one. Uh, The post-fight interview. Post-fight interview. That's what we did. Shit. Sorry, I didn't make a favorite category. I didn't make a slide for the post-fight interview. That's what it was. I have 28 slides here. I should have 30, 15 awards. So I'm sorry, Christian. Um, I have the winners though. Nate, Nate the train won. Hmm. Sorry, I didn't make yeah. sorry I didn't make the thing. Nate Detroit won, and then Cosmot, or excuse me, Ian Gary came in second, and then Cosmot had like two votes. Uh, because that was my that was my vote. Timbo voted for Ian Gary, but Nate the Train over Klein. Nate the Train, baby. Uh, tagging over, you know, when he shot. That's out what he's like. Yeah, they ain't gonna respect these hands. It's like I need him to keep respecting these hands. I still got a job, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, it was fucking great. It was a, it was a phenomenal, and I can't believe. You know what probably happened was I was all week I was trying to get the video clips uploaded, and I just didn't add the slide. So I apologize. That was that was a good fight. Post fight interview of the world. Nate the train. If you if you were watching this, listening this, whatever, type Nate the train interview. It's on YouTube. Um, it's it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. All but, of them are. Yeah, they all are. Yeah, yeah. Patrick Swayze, five of the year, Memorial five of the year. Patrick Swayze is the guy can fight, he can dance, he can fuck, he can sing. This guy is the ultimate man's man, and um, you know we, we all miss him. We all miss him, right? Funny enough, Patrick Swayze didn't go by Patrick. Didn't go by Swayze, which is one of the coolest fucking last names in the world. He went by Buddy. Buddy, right. I call me Buddy. That's what that's what people call it. Call me Buddy. Um, fight of the year, though. Kamar Usman, Charles Oliver, Max Holloway. I obviously had Usman. Um, I thought what he did this year was phenomenal. I think that was kind of the square pick. I think a lot of people uh would vote Usman. Oliver is another guy who had a phenomenal year as well. And then Max Holloway surprise pick. Who had Max again? Was that uh, you, Christian? It was me. Oh, Timbo. Okay, Timbo it wasn't me. It was not me. All- it was not you. Oh, so yeah. it must. It, I must have picked. You. I think it was you. I got next pick too. Yeah. Um, so give me. Yeah, well, he, he was, did get I mean, next, and he did get next. He's fighting. He's fighting. He yeah. might not win, but he's got next. Um, yeah, he's already won one of them. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be a great fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually just rewatched. You know, because I've been just in bed, like dreaming a fight. So <laughs> instead of just fucking going on Twitter and Instagram and you know Facebook and all that bullshit, I I pull up Fight Pass and and watch. Uh, or ESPN Plus or whatever, and watch the. Yeah, the, I wouldn't. How fights. did you score that when you rewatched the second one? I'm, I haven't rewatched it, so I'm curious. Second one I had for Max. He okay, that's I, what I thought. Too. He dropped him twice. I thought he won the first three rounds, and then he faded a little bit, which is surprising. But he that was the middle of COVID. And he's like, I literally trained via Zoom, and he and he was true. All his coaches like, we literally couldn't train. We would get ho- arrested in Hawaii if we trained. Um, so he slowed down for sure in those the, those fourth and fifth and in uh, all or excuse me Volkanovski came on first round first fight was really close too the first fight was really close um, I you know I, I think I edged it to Volkanovski just because of the leg kicks and the volume but the second fight Max one through three for sure I mean he dropped him with a head kick and he dropped him yeah. something else another in the other yeah I mean he just slowed down a little bit I but uh, Holloway yeah. has has looked phenomenal since then yeah yeah Rodriguez was an incredible fight. Um, it, it was a good pick. Charles Oliveira, uh, you know, another good pick. He's the champion. What he's done in, in the best weight class in the UFC is nothing short of impressive. My only con- critique is he's almost lost both those fights. You know, he got dropped by Chandler. He got dropped by Poirier. But I think that maybe even adds to the fact of what kind of fighter he is, what kind of fucking champion he is. He that was his that was the thing that I kept bringing up was that he quit. He's a quitter. Yeah, he quits. 
And he had every opportunity to quit in those fights, and he fucking didn't, right? Especially the Oliver or the Chandler fight. Chandler fucking rocked him bad. Um, so yeah, so Oliver's a great pick. And then my guy Usman, I mean, one of the single greatest 170-pound years you see. I mean, 170 pound always has from GSP on, they always got that one guy that can that because 170 pounds is the most universal weight class. Most people you meet that are bigger guys, they probably would fight at 170. Like it's the standard size. So it has a lot of fucking legit athletes that can go down there. Kamar Usman did a phenomenal job. Oh, God, he had three, three of his fights were in 2021. Were, were, were yeah. two of them again? Is this, were, so two are Masvidal, though. No, Gilbert okay. Masvidal, that, yeah. Okay. Because so the, the, like, the Masvidal well, Abu Dhabi decision was was 2020. July. 2021, okay. he yeah. knocked him out, knocked out Burns, and then the Colby fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, yeah. I I was like I just got, I blanked the Burns one, but it makes that run that much more impressive because yeah. that Burns fight was that was a good one. Yeah, for as long and, as it uh, lasted. So who do you guys think won this one? Probably Usman. Usman. He should was, for sure. It was Oliveira won on Twitter. He won the poll on Twitter. My buddies were split. They went Holloway and Usman, and then Instagram was split. It was very, very close. And for my calculations, it came down to two votes. It was Kamaru Usman champion. Yeah. Yeah. Fire of the year. Excuse me. Fire of the year. It came down. It was him and Oliveira. Very, and Holloway was right there as well. Just He was a little – obviously came in third. But Oliveira put up a great year. But Usman with those three wins, man, knock it out Mazada, which you're going to see that highlight forever. The finish of Burns, which was sick, which is – probably almost impossible to do. I mean, this, this is a guy that was his main training partner and cornered him. And then he cornered him. They're like best buds. And then he left to go to Colorado. I was like, well, fuck, we got to fight. You know what I mean? That's, that's probably really tough to do. And then the Colby fight, the fifth, the, the third fight in the Colby or second fight, the third fight of the year, um, probably his least best performance, in my opinion. I thought that fight was, I thought he won, but it was very competitive. I think that speaks to how good Colby is. You know, I think mm-hmm. Colby came in with a little bit of a, Weird game plan at first. I thought maybe if he really mixed some things up, it could have made problems with Usman. I will say this about Usman, though, right? And I love the guy. And he won Patrick Swayze Memorial Fight of the Year. He won. Way to go, Usman. But he's been getting exposed a little bit. He's getting doxxed online. So there's this YouTube channel that that digs into like you know fighter socials and all this stuff and yada yada. And apparently he follows a doctor who's only got like a hundred followers. And Usman has commented and liked his stuff on Instagram. The guy tracked that doctor who had a private account. He got accepted to follow him. That doctor runs a medical lab or is part of a medical lab owner or whatever. And they produce synthetic TRT. Mm. So he's connecting dots of Mr. You know, the CEO of EPL as, as uh, Colby calls him. Listen, that's not a good look. You gotta be, you gotta clean it up, Usman. Right? If you're gonna be taking that shit, cool. Don't be liking some fucking doctor that no yeah. one knows, and then they track him to what he owns, dude. You know what I mean? You already got this fucking reputation of maybe you're taking this shit, and that doesn't help your fucking case, man. Yeah, he's it doesn't a fucking help your mammoth for for welterweight, big boy. It he's does not make he look. He looks like John Jones, just even more ripped. He looks like yeah. like prime time yeah. John Jones. I mean, he'd be up for body of the year. Yeah, I just don't know how, where does he cut the weight at? You know, yeah, he cuts his weight. So I mean, he's not the tallest guy, but he's got a fucking it's, huge it's, head. Skinny, his legs are kind of skinned. Yeah, yeah, his legs. You can't rely on your weight in your legs. Um, so that's it. That's the award show, baby. All the awards got handed out. It was a fantastic year. I'm Take glad we. Shirt. 
Oh, yeah. oh, fuck Take it, it off. Take it off. <laughs> We're done. Hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. I feel so exposed. I was looking. That was the first time I looked at myself. I, I see my giant nipple come out. I'm like, oh, baby, I should <laughs> I got self-conscious. I was looking right at myself. I got self-conscious. All right, we'll just do this. Baby. We'll just do hey, this. Back to, yeah. back to yeah. Charles Oliveira, though, who also had a great, you know, great 2021. Um, I have lost money on this dude. Dating back to whichever one came first, Kevin Lee or Tony Ferguson. I, I bet I bet Kevin, Kevin Lee, Lee came first. Yeah, I Kevin bet Tony Lee Ferguson first. against him. I bet fucking Dustin Poirier against him. I bet fucking Mike Chandler against him. And I'm probably gonna bet whoever he fights next against him. Yeah. And right. Going, yeah. He's he's one of those guys. So I actually I actually had him in the Tony fight because I thought Tony was done. I didn't I didn't think he dominated Tony like that, but I had him in the Tony fight. But I bet against him in the Chandler fight and I bet against him in the Poirier fight. So my track record with him is not great either. But uh, I mean, he he's he's getting better. He's getting confident. He's getting it done. I mean, the guy can't see in there either. Like he's blind as a fucking bat. Like they want him to get LASIK. The UFC's like willing to pay him to get LASIK, and I think he's like afraid to do it. Like, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what LASIK's like in Brazil, but maybe fly him to fucking you know California or something. That, yeah, yeah, that shit done my in. guy in Denver. It's yeah, you get that crazy. done in like a fucking day. Did you have it? Dude. You have it, Christian? Yeah, that's. I mean, you could do it with like a F. SA or what is that like the flexible spending I did it in like January so it was like tax deducted anyways yeah it was like the best two three grand I ever spent when I did you... it like 15 years ago I think oh I'm were sure. you were you like a big glasses because I can't I I'm supposed to wear glasses I don't I can't uh, see minus shit. three in both eyes so my contacts were well yeah minus three so my, that's what my contacts were at least yeah. in both eyes so not bad. I mean not bad but I couldn't watch tv or anything like, I see I can I can see all that my it's the distance thing and I remember yeah. I remember riding with my supervisor at work. You know, you, you do you do that the yearly ride alongs or whatever the supervisor. Mm-hmm. No, so they ride they ride like a safety ride along with you, right? And and I'm I'm friends with this guy or whatever. We bust each other's balls and we ride in. I'm looking in these condos and every condo we deliver to, the numbers are all weird. Like this would be one on one. So you're like, oh, one is right next to it. And it's like 117. You're like, wait, what the fuck? How is that next to it? So I'm trying to look at this number and I'm looking, I can't see it. He's like, You can't, you can't see that right there. Like, no, he's like, Yeah, I can see it clear as day. Do you need glasses? Let me see your license. And I'm like, Oh, because my license says wear oh, glasses. No yeah. Mm. And I'm like, I like change subjects real quick. Like, oh, so your daughter's getting married, huh? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and he didn't check my license, but yeah, it had corrective lenses on there. And then for some reason, when I got my license renewed a couple of years ago, I fucking passed the eye exam. I didn't need the corrective lenses. But yeah, distance is bad. Like, I can see everything up close fine, but. Yeah, it's bad, especially at night too. Like at night driving, if the ground's wet, I mean, look out. I'm running. I've probably ran 10 people over. They haven't caught me yet. <laughs> I can't see a fucking thing. <laughs> oh, that's it. But I, I, I'm glad we did this. An incredible show. We gave out some incredible awards. I'm going to tweet out all the graphics the uh, and Instagram and, and all that stuff too. But the one main thing for me, this is, and this is important, is we got this out of the way and now we're on the fights. A week from this Saturday – eight days away or whatever it is, nine days, eight days, we got fights. And we got fucking NFL playoffs with my bangles in there. So a lot to be happy for for your boy here, okay? And I'm going heavy on because I, I took all my money out of my uh, FanDuel's account and I had a little bit of DraftKings, not much. I got to reload up and I'm reloading up. You know, I'm glad this furnace thing didn't cost me much because I would have dipped into my gambling money. But uh, I'm reloading up and I think I'm just going to let it ride. All Any news on Ohio? Getting- well, yeah. So New York just passed. So New York was oh, one of the wow. 
So New York, not only did they just pass, but they're one of the quickest states to do the turnaround. So they passed, and their mobile betting is uh, available this uh, Saturday in the state of New York. No with like That's four, so much with four, money to go to with, New Jersey. Oh, my God. With four books. So they have four online books available. They all bid it in one. Barstool wasn't one of them. Barstool lost out. But you got your DraftKings, your FanDuel, and there's Caesars, and there's one other MGM, one. MGM, bro. Maybe, yeah. So this Saturday, you can bet legally in New York mobile. So they were the first state to do it as quickly as they did. So what I'm hearing about Ohio is March is when the things are going to really start getting rolling because that's when people can submit applications. And then I think they're going to try to get it. I mean, if, you, if you're Ohio, get that shit done before March Madness if you right, have dude, any fucking fuck kind wrong? of brains. But I think realistically, I think it's going to be fall, the start of the uh, NFL next season. Mm. And then January is the cutoff, so no more applications can come next January, a year from now. But um, hopefully uh, Hard Rock Casino, downtown Cincinnati, just got redone to Hard Rock. It is fucking – I mean, it's one of the nicest casinos I've ever been in. You know, it's non-smoking. Food's great. I mean, it's fucking awesome. If they get the fights and, and they – because they'll get gambling. They'll get sports book before the online bets uh, – the online books do. Always uh, brick and mortar gets them first. Mm-hmm. I'll watch every fight there. I'll go there. It's that fucking nice. It's they got chairs. I mean, it's sick. It is so good. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping if they were smart, let's go March, right? But I'm, get I'm those jealous. Sign you up guys. bonuses. Get the yeah, sign yeah, up. Get like the every, sign up every single book, no matter how shitty it is. Like yep. just take, you know, when your guy Izzy fights, put yeah, put 50 units, like, and just do it. Do it yeah. Yeah. Well, they got the three thousand dollar bets. Yeah. yeah. So it's like if you lose it, like on right. FanDuel, their 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 site credit is as good as their site oh. credit is as good as cash. It, I love it. it. So if I did if yeah, I did fifty units, like that's why I could never be like a professional, like do, like give up everything to do this. If I did fifty units, I'd be a fucking nervous wreck. <laughs> I'd be fucking like, oh, I couldn't even watch the fight. I wouldn't even enjoy it. I'd just be like, this, like fucking a little kid during a scary movie. I'd be fucking terrified. <laughs> Maybe I'll get there when I, if my bankroll gets fat enough. You know, we're we're looking to have a banger year here. I'm, ch- I'm trying Probably, to I, prove all the numbers. My bankroll gets fat enough. Maybe maybe fifty units. Caesars is got a three or five grand risk yeah. free. I think doesn't Caesars right now in some states is five. So your first bet, yeah. If you don't win it, five grand. I've seen two <laughs> grand, but five it. grand wouldn't surprise me either. Like yeah. they're they're serious about this shit. I I've had, already wasted I, all mine on like hundred dollar bet. Yo, I had. I remember uh, when I was doing MMA betting and I was doing over unders NFL with Boveda. Uh, this is obviously before anything was legalized. the The law was even it was so illegal, and I remember I had thirty seven hundred in there for like a year and a half. I wouldn't withdraw because they wouldn't let me withdraw first off. Mm. And I remember just going, I'm fucking. You know, I was, I was chatting with them, trying to get a couple hundred out here and there. They wouldn't let me do it. I literally typed in 3,700 on like a different fight, a different game, like just bet it all in one game. I literally typed it in my phone and just stared at it. And I never had the balls to fucking, because I've never placed a bet that big. I've never had the balls to do that. People are listening to this who are fucking, you know, gamblers going, dude, I do fucking 5K a fight. That's my unit. We're not there yet. We'll get yeah. there, boys. We'll get there, boys. I was going to up my units this year to, to 200. My units were going to be 200 this year in January, but since I took all the money out and I, cause I, I wasn't, I was, wasn't planning on doing that. I took the money out and fucking spoiled the kids during Christmas and got the wife a expensive ass blender. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe, maybe, maybe March. Maybe first six months, little, little quarter, little quarter, yeah, the way, quarter of the way through. What kind of first quarter does? Yeah. We'll kind of ease into it. We'll see. Maybe I'll test it out. Cause you know, I started off 20 
quickly went up to 40 and then I was stuck on 60 units forever. I was afraid to make that, that, that jump to hundred, but then I'm like, hundred just such a good solid number. It is such an easy yeah, number. Just such your, an easy number your strategy to do. will, you, when you can bet like from your couch, your strategy will change. You, you might right. put those bets down, but you might like, while you're there, be like, Oh shit, I want $20 on this plus right. 2000 sub. I have a, yeah. And like, yeah, it's like, you'll like every bet won't be, you know, you'll you'll see a lot of sprinkles, like you know, round three, round sure. five, round two sprinkles. And that's that the thing. That's, I've been watching MMA for so long that I do have like a good intuition. I do think I'm going to be a good live better. I better knock on wood. I think it could be absolute dog shit, but I do feel like I have a good feel like I do have a good feel of fights going on. Like when when a guy loses the first round, but you see some like maybe momentum coming on him, and the lines like he's like plus one thousand. You're like, wait, what a second. Like this is turning around right now, you know what I mean? Like I wish I had that uh, those opportunities, but you know, soon enough, you know, either that or I'm moving. So <laughs> I mean, we, there's two options: either either Ohio's coming quick, or I'm moving. That's it. Just gotta turn around those prop bets this year. <sighs> props are rough. Props are rough. <laughs> I was literally thinking about that. I'm already d- digging into the Giga Cater card, and I'm just kind of looking through, and you know, going like, and I'm just picking money lines right now, and then kind of building parlays, and then I'm just like. You, because like I told myself, you're gonna really invest in props. I haven't looked at one prop yet. I'm afraid of it. Like you know, it's like it's like the boogeyman to me. I can't win shit, so I'm like, hey, I'm afraid of it. All right, boys, podcast has been fun. You guys got my shirt halfway off. This is great. Yeah. Island boy, thanks for doing this, boys. See you, bros. See you, bros. See you next. Yeah. See you next, see you week. next year. Next, you almost said next, you almost yeah. said see you next year joke. <laughs> I caught you, and I'm glad I did, and it's recorded. <laughs> Later. See you, boys. Oh.